Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. A President's Day Monday in the G-Bag Nation. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the party. Brian Broaddus, Lucius Alexander, myself, Eric Chia, followed the Wooly Bully and the General Gavin Dawson back tomorrow after a well-deserved long weekend for those gentlemen and a super long uh, weekend vacation for our guy, Wooly Bully, who has been going through hell with the, uh, with the car troubles. But my gosh, it's great to have you in. The PTSD for me is already setting in. The site of the crime, the little nitro crime, the hot gummy. Yeah. The payoff from Friday. How did, that, how did that work out for you? Borderline ruined my weekend, Broadus. You know it ruined my Friday. Uh, there were two of those little nitros, and that second one is still floating around. No one's had the balls over the last 72 hours to throw that bad Nobody's boy in their mouth. Nobody's touching that thing. Don't, I wouldn't touch that thing. Nobody's touching that thing after what you went through last Friday. Somebody eventually will. It will remain here in the studio taunting every single host until one of them sacks up in a way that is forced upon them. Or maybe they just do it themselves because they think I can beat 9 million Scovilles and 900 jalapeno peppers. Now, it didn't clear me out enough, as you can as you can see or hear. Here. Stuffed up. Uh, and I apologize for that over the next five hours. Uh, I am I am stuffed up. Allergy season, I guess, brought us. It's affecting you. Yeah. And for those of you that are not watching us on Twitch or YouTube right now. What are you uh, doing? Brought us and I. Yeah, I guess that's the first <laughs> question. And then the second one is uh, we have to answer the question that you're having, <laughs> which is why are they wearing the exact same shirt? Yeah. They don't even know that we're both wearing Crocs right now. Uh, it, it, you know what? This is just a glimpse into your future. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna I'm be staring like, into my future gonna, as I yeah, look at you. You're gonna look at. You're gonna be wearing. It's like we're on the Ryder Cup team. It's like <laughs> Crocs and G bag shirts. Crocs, Crocs and G bag shirts. Uh, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be balding and have like uh, oh, Ben no. Franklin like hair. Wait, am I gonna have the gout and the bunion too? Both. Oh, both. You, oh. I'll tell you what. You know what's sad? It's Everything really, that was just <laughs> said is sad. No, you know what's really sad? What? I got an email for burial burial in, insurance. <laughs> <laughs> wait the government is looking at yeah, your age and it, saying it's, it's about time it you start is, making those it plans is. it's like now more than ever it's time to make sure you're protected <laughs> <laughs> that's wonderful we should make a movie trailer about your inevitable funeral what is uh, going on and and some bogo deals you can get if you have somebody that's your age as well and you need a coffin man, or you might need one soon that's a shock to the system right there man <laughs> that's, hey that's pretty by incredible. the way brian uh can't send you other emails, but this one about burial. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. Oh mm. man. Well, mm. uh, what a weekend it was. How how did you how did your body respond to you know the hard boiled it wasn't orange good. Julius? It wasn't good. It really wasn't. I I, I you know, late in the day of the show, I left there, you know, to take care of some things and it, it hurt me. And then I got home and it got worse. Got worse. And I was like, you know, to the point where my mom's like, Are you okay? And I'm like, 
yeah, I'm fine, I guess. But it was, you know, constantly having to deal with that while trying to like study college players. It just was throwing off my rhythm. <laughs> you know, why I'm like, you watch a couple of series, then all of a sudden it's like gurgle, gurgle, gurgle. Kind of a thing. <laughs> Wait, so your Friday night that was supposed to be spent watching college guys on the desktop. Did you yeah. have to, did you, did you pivot to, in the digital age now, you could take that iPad or that laptop, no. take it with you to the John, no, I just, and you sit no. on the throne no. and you still get work done. That's no. the efficiency right there uh-uh. that we need to, uh, that we need to grasp. No, no, that's when, that's when you check Twitter. You know, and stuff like okay, that. Okay, that's when you do the mindless stuff. Yeah, you do the mindless stuff. You make sure that, you know, you look at the recipes on TikTok and stuff like that. Some gal was making lasagna the other day that did, she did a great job with it, you know. So I'm oh. always interested in lasagna makers. Yeah, uh, it's the lasagna that really gets you. Is it the layers and, and, yeah, and the I cheeses? Yeah, think, I, think I think it's the fact of how how you, it's it's a lot of prep to get it, you know, with the sausage and the lasagna with the noodles and then the making of the sauce and the special kinds of cheeses. And, you know, you can be as creative as you want with lasagna. And I, I, I find it a fascinating dish. I find it as a dish that people, if you say, hey, I'm going to make lasagna for you for dinner, you're, you're going to generally be happy, you know? Agreed. And you're generally going to say, wow. That's okay, a crowd pleaser. That is a crowd pleaser. So any, I'm, I'm interested in dishes that I can make for groups of people that they're generally happy about. Yeah, lasagna is one of those tipping point foods where you're not sure if you're going to go to whatever the hangout is, and then they say, it's very and, filling. and we got lasagna, yeah. and you're like, okay, I was teetering. That's yeah. what's going to get me to come to the party now. I yeah. wasn't totally sure that I wanted to go out, uh, but now the lasagna is going to bring me out. So you so you don't, there's never a time throughout the history of your scouting where you are scouting a player while on the toilet. That's just no. not something that you, uh, it, it was funny. you don't mix business with it, pleasure. It's funny, one of the, one of the stories about one of the, uh, there was a scout, an old player for the Raiders named Mickey Marvin. Mickey was a long time. Mickey's no longer with us. A great Raider player throughout history. Oh, I hope he got the good uh, coffin deal. Yeah, well, I hope he checked yeah. his email that yeah, day. Yeah, he was. Uh, but Mickey, Mickey tells a story about how he was. He Mickey was notorious on the road for eating uh, Big Macs while sitting down. <laughs> he would go into the men's room and eat Big Macs. Oh, it, it's, a, it's, wait, it's a famous. Wait, what? It's a famous story about among scouts. Like when you would sit in a room with a bunch of other scouts, someone would always say, "Hey, Mickey, tell that story about you and the Big Mac." <laughs> oh, it happened last night. He would—he was always—he would eat his Big Mac while doing business. That is so. But that is incredible. No, I've never man. heard anybody. I've heard people, you know, like you're you know, like a like a Stars game is on or Mavs are on. You know, you get on the on the phone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you, you could do that, but for breaking down players, I I've never <laughs> getting out the old pen and paper nah, and jotting not, down some notes. Not taking notes on the. <laughs> not taking notes. Nah, you're uh, identifying some waist benders <laughs> yeah. as you uh, as you some, sit on the toilet. Some, some guys that move kind of stiff, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> All right, eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. How did you spend your first uh, NFL football less weekend? Maybe you were XFLing. Maybe you were Daytona five hundreding. Yeah. As I know broadest very likely was nba all-star weekend uh there's also uh you know other things that 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 can be done as well a lot of family time was had for uh for myself for sure but i saw over the weekend broadest and i needed to get your thoughts off the top of mike fisher and him alleging that the cowboys find themselves quote unquote intrigued by ohio state quarterback cj stroud according to an nfl source Mm. i don't know the how says the source but dallas is absolutely intrigued by stroud and uh that thing 
that thing took off in a big way. Now, it's not the most uh, heavy-handed report saying that they're intrigued. It could very well be the case, and it means nothing. They're probably intrigued by multiple quarterbacks every draft yeah. cycle, uh, as many teams are, but we all know that the hoops you have to jump through oftentimes to get one of these quarterbacks is uh, often way more taxing than you'd want to get yourself into. So being intrigued, I, I loved the reaction. It was like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. I'm like, yeah probably are intrigued by a guy who ran all over the Georgia defense in a huge, uh, huge college football playoff game just about six weeks ago. Yeah, I think the thing that's, you know, this time of year, you got to be a little bit careful about when you're talking about these prospects, you know, unless you're getting that from a scout who is, you know, been on the road and I'm sure, you know, might probably talk to somebody that said, hey, man, this the C.J. Stroud, when you watch him play, you know, he probably rattled off about six, seven things he can do. You know, they haven't had their – they're just now – I was talking with the guys at the Packers. They're, they're just now getting into their meetings, getting ready, you know, pre-combine stuff, uh, you know, getting those uh, – you know, maybe some initially some of the boards put together just before you go to the combine. My experience is when we were in Green Bay, we would always do the – we would do the skill players, and I'm talking skill, the receivers, running backs, quarterbacks, and those guys – you know, after the combine, just because you then had a verified 40 time on a lot of these guys. Now you might do the offensive line, defensive line, those guys before the combine, get your board kind of tidied up. But any type of, hey, we like this guy and hey, we like that guy. I think it's it would it's all really kind of premature. Unless, again, you're talking to a guy that uh, is a area scout that went to Ohio State, maybe a guy that's over the top, maybe a cross checker. But a lot of that, a lot of that evaluation and who you like better than, that that stuff is is just very much in the walking stage right now. It, it, generally speaking, in this quarterback class here, do you is this one that if you were a quarterback needy team, you'd be super fired up, or are you going? Eh, uh, I'll may, tell you maybe what, next year. Yeah, well, the quarterbacks, as we all know, are always an interesting group because of the problems you run into with the evaluations. And, you know, you think you see something that is, and matter of fact, I mean, we're here in the studio, Todd McShay's position rankings. He's got his quarterbacks up. He's got Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, you know. And, and then, then Anthony, looked, Richardson. Anthony Richardson. That sounds like the way that, you know, a lot of people are, are looking at. I think that to me, me personally, as I stack, you know, my guys this weekend, I took the opportunity to actually put my board together of the players <gasps> – that I've done. Oh. So I have, I can, I can kind of give you an idea of how I would have, I would have Bryce Young, Stroud and Will Levis. Those are my three first round quarterbacks. Richardson. I have in the second round, there are people that are t saying and scouts that I've talked to are saying that Richardson might be a stronger armed Jalen hurts with mobility and the way he throws. I'm so glad you said yeah, that, And man. so that, you know, there's, 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 uh, there's some thoughts coming out about these, about these quarterbacks man, already. I, I was going to save this word because we're going to do some ask broadest later on in the show and, and just pick your brain on all sorts of things. I'm sure we'll get plenty of draft questions asked, but I had a draft question for you and that's the perfect opportunity to segue into it is Jalen Hurts and Anthony Richardson and just the idea that the Eagles having the 10th pick and could they get frisky in a way that has them taking Anthony Richardson and locking him in to be the next Jalen Hurts for them as a guy who can run and would instantly be one of the better running quarterbacks in the sport, big, strong, and then you develop him as a passer yeah. and and you keep him on the rookie deal right. and, and you are pioneering 
the, the the sport at the quarterback position, Howie Roseman, which you've kind of done already with Jalen Hurts and Carson Wentz and moving off of him and and all those different things that they did. And I wonder if he would if he would be willing to forego the big contract to Jalen Hurts and then just get his replacement because they are in a, a weird situation, which is great for them, which is they're a Super Bowl team and they have the 10th pick in the draft based on how they've traded picks and stuff. Yeah. So I, I'm like, dude, that would be, it's probably one in a million, but I just like that idea of the Eagles having the guts to make a move like that. Well, they were a team that was always, and this plan goes back to back probably two years ago, two drafts ago when they obtained the extra first-round pick, and then they kept moving the pick, and they got New Orleans to give them, you know, the, they went up, New Orleans went up and got Chris Olave. So what happened there is now that, you know, Philadelphia maintains that ability with that extra second round, excuse me, that extra first-round pick to either make a choice there for themselves or parlay that into moving up and getting a position to get a guy. So that 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 second round, uh, I keep saying second round. That second overall, that second pick that they had in the first round, that's just their bargaining chip. That was always, I think, going to be earmarked for a quarterback. I, I just felt like that they were going to keep moving that pick until they found out, okay, we're gonna we're gonna go for a quarterback here. You know, and they have a little they have a, a little bit better evaluation of what they have in Jalen Hurts. But that you're right, they could you know that. That pick from the Saints for a while there, that thing looked like a top four pick. Dude. I mean, that was like sitting there, and as a Cowboy fan, you're going, oh, jeez. You know, you're thinking maybe a defensive player. The Eagles had a situation today where they had uh, had seven contracts that got voided today. You know, some big-time Hargrave was on that. You know, Bradbury was on that. I think four starters on their defense yeah, yeah, contract. Yeah, that's a problem. Up. That's a problem from them. They, You know, they might take that pick at 10 and just use it because of the defensive players that they lost, that they might exactly that restock. Might, that, restock that thing with that pick. Or, again, move it one more time and just try and stay ahead of that quarterback game and, and make sure you have that for uh, in your back pocket in case you need to use it. How'd you spend your uh, your first weekend without football? 817, yard work, smoked brisket, ribs, mm-hmm. and then more yard work. That sounds like a, a a dominant man weekend. Are you a guy that appreciates some good old fashioned yard work, Broadus? You know what? I'm going to be really honest with you. I I'd never mowed a yard till I was 30 years old, and and that's because my father had absolutely zero faith that, that I wouldn't gonna, take a toe off or something. Well, that I was going to do it the right way. Ah, you know that you know there was going to be oh you set the mower too low, you scalped the yard when you shouldn't have. You know, it, 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 I, I didn't mow a yard until I got to Green Bay. The rare time where the parents' OCD actually works in your favor. Yeah. I wish my dad had that. He sent me, I was the weed well, you pulling had the brothers, son. Right? Yeah, me and my brothers, we all had our task, and I'll never forget pulling up into the driveway after a, uh, a, th- a fourth grade elementary day of school and pulling into the driveway, my dad saying, hey, you're, uh, you're you're the weed pulling guy now. Yeah, go change uh, your clothes, so, get ready. And he sold it in a way that made it seem so easy. He's like, hey, every day after school, you just kind of take a glance in the flower bed. You see weeds, you pull them. They won't stack up on you. No big deal. Uh, that ended up being one of the single worst jobs of my entire life. Yeah, weed pulling is not a good job. Not at all. Not at all. No, there's no glamour to that at all. But I do have nothing but respect for the guy that just looks forward to the Saturday yard work day. Like, And, and you're think, getting into yard work season now as we approach March. I think there's something to be said about the guy or the gal that has pride in their yard. 100%. I really, you, you, know, that you don't bit, want to be neighbors with that guy, no. but you respect him down the yeah, street. Yeah, you, you kind of, like, if you're the neighbor of that guy, you observe what he's doing. 
and you're kind of like, okay, I'm capable of. And then there's then there's other times you're like, there's no way in hell I'm getting yeah. this done. Yeah, when, when you're next to the you live next to the retired guy or whatever, who yeah. just every day it's always worried about. He's always out even there. when he's inside, he's yeah. looking at his he's, lawn. He's standing out. He's standing in the window. Just you're thinking he's looking at what's going on outside. He's actually plotting his next move <laughs> because he watched some commercial with. Scott's turf builder, and he's kind of thinking that he could have, you know, maybe the Masters is on. He's right. thinking he can he can grow azaleas, you know, out in his front yard like they have at Augusta. <laughs> he views the Masters as competition. Yeah, for he's like, yeah, oh, I could grow those azaleas. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're just getting started here on a President's Day Monday in the G Bag Nation. Brian brought us Lucius Alexander bringing you the G Bag of the day in 13 minutes, but we have a G Bag Nation. You make the call, fair or foul? You've heard of snakes on a plane. But you've never heard of this, I guarantee you. That's next right here on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Fair or foul, snakes on a plane is one thing. How about this? Segments brought to you by Soda State of the Art. And the Frankels, there's a reason you need a special license to drive a big truck so companies that hire drivers and put them in a big truck should be held accountable for what happens when one hurts you. Frankly, you need Frankel and Frankel. The consultation is always free. Visit truckwreck.com. Seven minutes away uh, to Lucius Alexander's G-Bag of the Day. But right now, um, curious how you guys feel about this. I saw it about an hour before the show started, and I was like, man, we got we to gotta figure out a way to have this conversation because there is a viral 
offense uh, that has been uh, that has been taken, and it was on an airplane. And now I'm curious uh, how we would all feel about this. And uh, it was Lana Tyland on Twitter tweeting out a photo of a passenger on an airplane, and they have a a, a pretty good size, like almost pizza box ish. Okay, but under the lid of the pizza box and in the photo that she took is a big slab of ribs with barbecue sauce all over Okay. And uh, french fries. It looks like we've got a a corn on the cob and a baked potato situation going. So they went for like a trough. She she says, no chances the guy next to me eating a full rack of ribs plus sides on this plane, GTF. Um, And I'm not even totally sure about uh, what the GTF means, but I imagine I do know what the F means. I don't think she's overly happy about this. Get the... Uh, oh, yeah, that's probably, yeah, yeah. yeah. Get the bleep out of here is yeah, probably where yeah, she was going yeah. with that. Oh, GTFO, she forgot the O. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so where are we at on this? Is this fair or is this foul? Initially, I'm like, I don't want to live in a world where I can't have delicious ribs, uh, you know, at at any place at any time. But these are airport ribs. And the more I look at them, the more I just can't imagine that it's actually worth the hassle. Because we we can all acknowledge the hassle of the rib. Now, usually the, sauce. the rib is usually good yeah. enough to where it doesn't matter the hassle. But on an airplane with sauces, and yeah. I'm thinking, is this like a oven-baked airport rib? Probably not worth it for myself, let alone all the people around me. Well, I'm going to say this. I think there's one rule, and you're talking about a guy that used to travel for a living and sat on many an airplane and actually flew at a time where they served you a meal on the plane. You know, that was part of your ticket. You got an actual meal. And we don't get the good many, old days, man. Yeah, the good old days. When I flew to Saudi Arabia, that was the best thing I've ever experienced. The NBA uh, players used to try in the yeah. All-Star game, and yeah, they used exactly. to give you food on the airplane. They did. And I will say this. I think there's limits to what you can bring on a plane. And the number one From a thing, food standpoint? Yes. I don't feel that you can bring fish on a plane. I don't feel like that you can open up and have some type of a fish dish on an airplane. I just don't think that's a fair ribs a little bit different. Now you have people that are not meat eaters. You know what I'm saying? They're maybe they're getting disgusted. The smell or whatever gets them. But to me, I've, I've seen worse. I, when, when people open up and you, and it's some type of a seafood dish, those generally don't work very well on a plane. That's insane. Yeah. And so in, in that smell, I think gets a lot of people. The ribs, they're very messy. You know, the, the size, I mean. I'm going to show you this picture oh, so no, you can get a feel no, no. for just now the, you dis- get, the now level you, of disgust. This isn't no, like a good oh, no. smoked, no, no. seasoned yeah, rib. No. He's got it on. It's, These are, this looks like a mick rib. It's hanging, off the, it's hanging off the tray table. It's hanging the, off the tray table. The, the whole box is hanging off the tray table. And it's table. just swimming in what I imagine to be sweet okay. baby rays. So, yeah, you've got that sauce. You've got the smell. The fact of the matter is he's going to finish that, and then he's going to have to, stewardess is going to have to somehow find a way to, to get rid of it. You and my guess is this guy's probably a, a finger licker. You know what I oh, mean? Yeah. And then it's like, how are you actually going to wash those fingers? Yeah. And now you're touching you're touching everything I, around me if I'm sitting near you. I don't think food is a problem on a plane. I just think you have to be mindful of what food you're eating or opening up there. Anything that has the potential to have a poor smell that that's going to affect people. And I, I think you can't do that to other, I think you have to be mindful to, but you know, there's people that take their shoes off on an airplane 
put them up on the put their feet up on the seats, yeah. you know, and do things, and you're yeah, like, that's going, a penalty. Yeah, you know, they, I, I just there's a lot of things going on on these airlines now that you're just kind of like, uh, you, sir, ma'am, you've never flown before, have you? You mm-hmm. know, I mean, just things you just you just you shouldn't have to deal with. Uh, when you're traveling, if the biggest penalty enforced is a 15 yarder, I think this rib situation. Oh, is, this is this, this is spot is pro- foul. This is spot foul. Oh, this you're is, going spot foul. Oh, this is spot foul. I mean, I'm going spot foul with with the food because, like I say, you've got so much of it. And the now elbow room, the elbow yeah, room that's needed to consume these ribs as well. Yeah, yeah. Like chicken wings. Like there's there's time and place, now, man. Time okay. and place. And I'm here for ribs at almost every time and every place. I just don't think some half-ass airport ribs. Even though the 469 is saying, "Hey, man, a number of airports have legit barbecue restaurants oh, they do. in them." They do. And, I, and he's yeah. he's telling yeah. me that I've been exposed. Sonny Brines uh, is in there. Okay, now let me ask you this though, Broadus. The photo I just showed you of these ribs. Does yeah. that look like it came from an airport that's specializing in barbecue? No, it really doesn't. Thank you. No, okay, it really doesn't. So um, now, if the, I, it, I I think the thing of it that to me is very. Like I said, you have to be – I've been on, on charter flights with teams, and the rookies have to bring the chicken wings. Yeah, I could dig the chicken wing smell. You know, I, I, they, they bring the, – the, the rookies but bring – But the mess is, but, I mean, but that's just about saying. as much. I, no, it's huge mess. Yeah. I'm talking about on a charter, on a charter, it's like you, you pay for that opportunity. You know, you're paying – I know you're buying an airline ticket – but the Ritz, like a tradition for rookies to bring food. Yeah. So I'm not going to say, you know, I don't have a say in that. I can't say, well, why are you bringing wings? Why are you bringing ribs? Why are you bringing? Yeah, the charter plane plays by different rules. Charter no plane question. totally plays by a different rule. But if you're sitting next to somebody that's breaking out a full picnic meal, I, yeah. you know what? If I, you need a tablecloth to get it done, yeah. then it's too much on an airplane. Too much. There's no question. Uh, okay, so it seems like we're all in agreement here. It is foul. I will say I think the the single best meal that you could consume on an airplane involves some level of nuggets or tenders. Simple, quick, easy, operational. If you want some sauce, no problem because you've got the tray table. You can put it down. Bang, bang. Usually that that there's a, like a bag involved, like yeah. McDonald's. You swing through McDonald's or something before you hop on the bird. No problem. Uh, but the ribs on a plane, absolutely offensive. Okay, we throw it into the pimp cup. Lucius Alexander for a President's Day edition of G-Bag of the Day. What up, Lucius? Yeah, what's up, Tolos? What's up, fellas? How you doing? Doing good. You eating ribs on a plane, Lucius? Yeah, I have no problem with anybody eating whatever they're going to eat on there, as long as it doesn't smell like fish. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm, I'm okay. I mean, I, I, I think it's an issue, but the smell is what gets me. Yeah. If you're going to roll out there in some smelly, bad fish... I, I'm, I'm, and I love fish, but I'm not eating it on a plane. If it's ribs, I'll be a bit jealous because I didn't think of it first. Yeah. But yeah, I'm gonna let you go ahead and slide. Uh, Salisbury steak on American Airlines plane. That has there always been great for me. There you go. Always been great for me. That yeah. in the good old days when they would uh, just provide it. What? Or is that still a thing you can just rock and roll with? It, that was a first class benefit. Yeah. But you know, like my family works at that does the airline thing like yours does. Yeah. Yeah. So we get the D three hookups. Oh, <laughs> dude! You're like, I'm either gonna miss this flight or yeah. I'm gonna sit in the the, the king's chair. One hundred percent. It's such a coin flip. One hundred percent. Let's see what I got here. I got a lot of audio for you fellas. Uh, our winner, Flyers head coach. John Tortorella nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah, he's being short with the media. Feel this one compared to your last performance against the Kraken? You have the answer to that. Last game, you mentioned. You mentioned exhaustion, structure, some of the reasons that. 
<laughs> you guys, you, you don't need me for the stories tonight, do you? Well, I guess... Got your information, don't you? No, not really, because we don't know, I guess, what you were saying in the room, what the plan was. Well, I'm not going to... It doesn't do me any good to tell you what's going on in the room right now. Why wouldn't it do us any good? Because that stuff that we have to figure out in the room belongs in the room. So you're going to have to kind of go with it yourself here as far as what you want. It's pretty self-explanatory what you saw out there, so you really don't need my comments. Yeah. That dude is always good for, uh, I mean, it seems like he was in the once media a month. Too. He was in the media, too. Really? John, was John when, when he was out of a gig, he was like, he was like, talking head guy i think he angered Stephen a smith one time because there's a there's a quick like little video that circulates from time to time where Stephen a smith is just yelling into a first take camera this is not the united states of tortorella like he says that and i don't know what it's from but tortorella gets the people going man he does let's see what i got for you boys oh uh, let's go to some high school basketball oregon high school basketball right here buzzer beater i like these guys are hyped on the mic so, Luke, I think you got to assume he makes this one. Do you call a timeout or do you just run right away? Timeout. Makes it. It's good. It looks Hardly. like they're going to play it out. Miles goes on the court, loses, pulls up. It's oh! good! Miles! Did he win it? What a and shot! They're going to give it to him! Evan Miles wins it for the Panthers! Needed a three and he got it. <laughs> Nothing better than when the, the, the color commentator gives you the what would you do? Yeah. I think you got to go with timeout here, and they move it up the court and I bury love it. the shot. <laughs> I love Evan it. Miles, he yeah. legend. Yeah. Love yeah. it. Shout out to my son's high school basketball Massfield Sheesh team. Sheesh. Yeah, they won their tournament yesterday, and the last minute, like, put back in OT. It was crazy like this. They went to the court, went crazy. It was amazing. That's fun, man. I didn't get home till like, midnight. They're the, they're the, <laughs> uh, they're the Sheeshes? Sheesh. I like it. It's a bunch of uh, kids that play baseball and other sports that yeah. got together and said, we're going to play our own basketball league. Yeah. Since oh. we can't play for the school, we play other sports. We do, we're going to play our own little league to keep us in shape. Is it like the, the live basketball? <laughs> it, it goes uh, high hard, bro. DFW? It goes so hard. Look, I got, there's college kids playing. There's high school kids playing. It's a little bit of everything. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, let's see. Yesterday was a church day. How about this guy holding his note? Hold it. Here we go. Hold it. Hold it. You better hold it. You better hold it. You better hold it. <laughs> Tony, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. I didn't know that little sound I was making in the back of my mom's car while she was driving was actually <laughs> talent. I didn't know. She told me to shut up so many times. <laughs> Yeah. I didn't know it was a talent. He said, that is enough. That is enough. Hold it. Hold, hold it. it. Okay. You're Let good. it go. <laughs> uh, who won the dunk contest? You guys watch the dunk contest? Oh, Mr. McClung. Yeah. Yeah. He did his thing. Uh, Drewski. I played Drewski's audio on Friday. He was at the dunk contest on the floor. Went crazy when Mr. McClung won the dunk contest. They need to drug test that white boy! They need to drug test you! They need to drug test him! Drug test him! They need to drug test him! <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> 
Who drug knew? test him. Who knew? There's no way he should have Who bunnies knew? like that. I mean, he met my gang. He got super bunnies, bro. Super bunnies. Uh, then I seen all the high school. All the high school videos started coming out. Yeah. Him in college coming yeah. out. Oh yeah, yeah. he he's, he's been, been a hooper this. like this. He's been putting on a show in high school, bro. Professional dunker. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's, that's a little bit of shade right there, bro. It is. If you paying attention, it's some shade. Uh, ben Affleck was at All Star Weekend with a smile on his face, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, Imagine so this that. was not the Grammys or well, the Grammys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't have his lips stuck out, standing next to one of the most beautiful women in the world. Yeah, with his lips stuck that? out. What is what bad? Is up with that? Uh, he looked like he just needed a cigarette. The he whole just time. needed to hang out with the boys, man. Here he is doing a Chris Tucker impersonation. Chris Tucker, you know, you hear the words coming out of my mouth. You know, you talk like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, Ben Affleck, bro, you made me a little uncomfortable. <laughs> Chris is like, Ben, <laughs> man, Ben. <laughs> yeah, I know him. Yeah, I know Muhammad Ali. What? I tell you, know everybody. Jesus, Jesus, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Chris Tucker is, he's always been my, I mean, he's my, I think he's the funniest movie. I, I, he's a genius. <laughs> he's the funniest movie. He's, he's incredible. Yeah. Well, you know, after that uncomfortable yeah. ass impersonation, yeah, yeah, exactly. sound like Stephen F. Foster <laughs> making a movie or something, you know, a song or something right there. Oh, uh, let's see. And one more, I'm going to make you guys uncomfortable. More? Yeah, I'm going to make you uncomfortable for sure even on even this more? one. Okay, very good. Yeah, this is a good uncomfortable. It's going to make me laugh. Uh... <laughs> So have you seen these people going around like the microphones and just asking people random things like, hey, oh, yeah. tennis yeah. or Black History Month? You got to get rid of oh, one. Oh. Oh, Michael Jordan's shoes or Black History Month? Which one? You got to get rid of one, bro. Eric B. for President's President's Day, by the way. Uh, baseball or Black History Month? Black History Month or baseball? Baseball. Baseball over Black, his- black History Month? Baseball. Why are you choosing that? What about black people? Because if because I don't like black people. <laughs> Damn, bro, it's about history month, bro. Well, it's not my fault God told me to say that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, I think you misheard. You misheard him. All right, very good. You were right, Lucius. That did make us more uncomfortable. Very good. Uh, let's get to the voting here. Welcome to my world. <laughs> Baseball or black history? Is it Ben Affleck making us uncomfortable? Is it Drewski? Uh, drug test the white boy. Uh, hold that note, girl, until, okay, you can stop holding that note. High school basketball, uh, game winner, Evan Miles, you legend, or is it the champ, Tortorella? My gosh. This is good. This is good here, Broadus. Do you feel Do you feel good about this? Do you know where you're going? I'm going to go with Ben Affleck. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely nailed it. We got one vote for Ben Affleck making us uncomfortable. Uh, give me the hold that note, girl. I feel like I belly laughed there, and uh, I needed that, Lucius. Thank you. We're 1-1 right now. Drewski. Wow. By a score of 1-1-1, one to one to one, we are all knotted up, and I to, guess- Do you know how to create a poll? I think I do know how to create a poll. We'll, we'll go about this that poll. That was last week. Uh, That's a terrible joke. It's a Valentine's Day joke. Yeah, really bad. Yeah. Don't worry about it. All right, we move on seamlessly to Krusty's Corner, sir. Where are we headed? Yeah, this game is way too long. We'll talk about that next. 105.3thefan.com slash merch. 105.3thefan.com slash merch. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Modelo. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two 
Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medela, the Markable Fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. That is where you can get some uh, fantastic gear from the entire station. We're uh, wearing it today. Yeah, uh, unintentionally, Broadus and I both showed up in our Crocs and our G-Bag Nation long sleeve tees that are mighty comfortable and yeah. uh, mighty kick-ass. So you can find those, 1053thefan.com slash merch. All sorts of hoodies, t-shirts, long sleeves, hats, you name it. It is there. It is open. And uh, you can go absolutely enjoy yourself there. Now, uh, Chia Follows Sports on Twitter is where you can find the poll for today's G-Bag of the Day. We had a three-way tie. Uh, so at the end of this segment, we will unveil who is the uh, the official winner. But let's go ahead and throw things over to the king of the crusties, Brian Broaddus. Thank you very much. I appreciate that, Chief. Um, yeah, you mentioned me in the Daytona 500 yesterday. Oh, I imagine you were just full torque for all 212 laps. You know what's crazy about the Daytona 500 is the fact I, I I'm a I'm a racer. I love racing. I love being around cars. I You're love a speed demon, man. I, well, I, I, I can't drive a stick, but, you know, I love being around people that can drive and well, are brave and you all didn't that. Mow, you didn't mow along until you were 30. I, I, there's I wouldn't a lot expect of, there's you There's a lot of things in life. This being a scout, like, took up a lot of my life. You know? You're a football I'm, guy through and through, I, I just can't do a lot of things. But, you know, it. What's I know the people, um, if you watched all of Daytona 500 yesterday, it, it was exciting at the end. You know, with Daytona, you're going to have wrecks. The, what they always talk about, the big one, you know. They went to really double overtime uh, yesterday to uh, to get that one complete. Longest one ever, right? Yeah, Ricky Stenhouse uh, was the winner. And Ricky Stenhouse might be more famous for dating Danica Patrick than his racing career. Ricky's kind of a guy that's not afraid to wreck other people, too. He's one of those guys. Oh, okay. So I, plays I, a little I, dirty sometimes? Yeah, he, he's really good at these restrictor – well, it's not restrictor plates anymore, but he's really good at these you know, these two-and-a-half-mile tracks and stuff like that where it causes you to uh, you know, have to kind of find your way through. And uh, the problem I have now with NASCAR is that um, that's your Super Bowl racing right there, right? We – you know, it's, it's really not about – the driver anymore not for this race you know ricky stenhouse has won this thing uh you know uh mcdowell has won this thing i mean there's been guys that you know uh trevor bain has won this thing michael mcdowell trevor bain those guys have won this race and you know it's supposed to be the super bowl of of you know of the of the sport and it's really not about the skill anymore of the driver it's really more about being lucky it's about being at the right place at the right time and I don't know. I, I, you know, when I look at other sports, yeah, you have to have a certain amount of luck. But in this thing, it's really... You think it's pure, like more than most sports, luck it, is the biggest factor? I, I, I love the fact that, that there's different drivers that win this. But I don't like the fact to me that it's that there's guys in this field that, that, that have put themselves in position to win it, you know, and are, and are drivers that, you know, that deserve that opportunity to win. You know, this, this, you know, Stenhouse is one, like I say, you know, he's now a Daytona 500 champ. You know, that's great for him. It took 
Dale, took Dale Earnhardt Jr. Excuse me, Dale Earnhardt Sr. Took him like 20 years to win this thing. Salute to Dale, who is yeah, still, still uh, with our, us in here. Our, but it, it's amazing to me that you know we're we're to that point where the biggest race of the year is one on luck. So what do you what is the the winnings like when you win a huge when you win the Super Bowl you get the ring you win the Masters oh, no, you, you get, get the jacket you, no you get a ring you get a trophy matter of fact Stenhouse pulled the Waffle House trick last night he took the trophy he took his trophy ah. into the Waffle House uh, there and walked in he carried it in he goes hey we're hungry can we get something to eat and everybody was cheering for him and stuff like that you know so it was really cool uh, to see that. Uh, but yeah, it's yeah the, the 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 prestige of this thing is huge. You know that's something you carry. It's like if you're a Masters winner or a U.S. Open winner. Yeah, well, and, and the Masters they get the dinner. The See, dinner, they, they the should jacket, do that. Yeah. Are they doing the dinner for oh, the Daytona they, Five? They, they have they have a like a Champions event that they have. But I, I'm just saying though, to me, it's it's not about the driver anymore at those places. So that well, that bothers me a little bit. Okay, so for the people that are like uninitiated a little bit to the sport, and I would consider I've myself got something one else of them. I'm talking about. I just wanted yeah. to bring that. No, up. and I'm and I'm excited to get to what you're gonna talk about. But I do want to ask you, what is so? Is it just like did your car not break down, or did you not get unlucky and get involved in a wreck, and you were just the last man standing yeah. sort of thing? Yeah, it, it it is very much a in, when you watch the Daytona 500. These cars are basically going nose to tail, you know, and two by two for, you know, 29 cars, you know, on on the lead lap. And, you know, you really, a lot of it comes down to, like, if somebody makes a mistake, your day is completely wrecked. Your day is completely done. You know, they, I, was, I was watching on TikTok last night, you know, a lot of these teams were kind of, you know, showing what they were doing, what they called the teardown in the garage, which... You know, it was breaking down the car to get it on the hauler to go home. And every car they showed was wrecked. I mean, every car they showed, with the exception of Stenhouse's car, you know, he made it through. I mean, he was fortunate enough to be. And I, I don't I don't still think that I, I, I get it. Racing is, there is luck in racing. There's absolute luck in racing. But this is, to win this race, it's, that, it's like the most important thing. To have that you don't get caught up in somebody else's mistake. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's to have the to have the sport be determined, or the Super Bowl of the sport be determined by just pure luck. I, I don't know if that's necessarily great for the sport. Takes the shine off it for it you. It does a little for bit. me a little bit. I understand it, that. It does what, all right, I, I teased this earlier, and thanks, folks, for listening to me and my racing rant talks and stuff like that. I appreciate you. Um, the NCAA is a. Uh, looking at something, the football, the rules, the playing rules committee, they're looking at something here, Chief. Uh, They're looking at uh, examining ways to address a festering problem within college football. Would you like to guess what the festering problem is of college football? Well, based on the tease, it's uh, like the the nine-hour games they're playing uh, on a Saturday-to-Saturday basis. Absolutely. It's It's the game length and the game pace. Walchuk still has his glasses sunburned onto his face because he went to... At Ohio State? No. The the shoe? He went to Texas Texas OU OU. two years ago. Yeah. He's still... His dermatologist won't let him be outside for more than like 30 minutes a day because of that game. It's a 14-hour football game. It's crazy how long these college football games have lasted and the average uh, fbs game last season stretched three hours and 21 minutes mm. it's a slight increase from the year before of 318 and five minutes longer than 2018 of 316 
And so uh, that well eclipses the NFL's average. The college just stops the clock for everything. They're like looking for ways to stop the clock. Well, that's kind of what they're worried about right now. Uh, An NFL game, as I mentioned, was normally hovers around three hours and 10 minutes. So, you know, there's been some post game shows where me and me and Zach have been like, oh, my gosh, it's just it's taking way too long kind of a thing. Yeah, because some of those – the, the Cowboys had a couple of games that went that – well, they had overtime games too. They did, but they had a couple of games that were under three hours yeah. by a good 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah, they did have a couple of those. The NFL is a little bit more consistent. So the game leagues in the NFL are, like I said, are much more consistent than college football, which can vary and includes some four-hour affairs – but about one-fifth of the FBS games this past year went longer than three and a half hours. And they think the reason is the NFL, on average, runs about 155 plays. In the FBS, there's around 180. The NFL, as they say, is more efficient offensively, which helps in both the length and the pace of play. There are not as many incomplete passes, for instance. Professional halftimes are just 12 minutes. College halftimes are 20. I think that gives the the bands the opportunity to go on the field and kind of march around and do some things, you know. The replay system in the NFL relies upon coaches challenge system. In college, an official in a press box reviews the play for accuracy. So you you in the FBS, you see about 2.3 replay stoppages per game. A figure that continues to rise as and has officials considering coaches challenge system something that seems very likely in the future. But they also say that television commercials, you would think, would impact the game, but that's not the, not the, not the case. Because they're saying games not televised finished only about two minutes sooner than those that were televised. See, I think their, their biggest problem is every first down they stop the clock. To me, that's the thing that they've got to rid themselves of. Yeah. You, can't stop the, you can't stop the clock after every first down. Yeah. Well, they're talking about now, they're talking about having, and basically in the fourth quarter, having a running clock where incompletions are not, the clock's not stopped. No, well, that's, no, I don't like, you're going to play by a different set of rules in the fourth quarter, yeah. which is oftentimes the most important quarter sure. than the, the previous three. That's insane. Just keep it uniform and just do what the NFL does and eliminate, like, you don't stop the clock after a first down. That is going to save you a ton. Uh, and even if they wanted to, inside of two minutes of each half, you know, in the second quarter and the fourth quarter, if they wanted to stop the clock on first downs because it's still college football and they want to keep that element, so be it. But for the most part, by and large in the game, don't stop the clock after a first down. And I think that would change a lot for you. I think, like, I think the games would be, they would fly much quicker because that seems to be the biggest problem. But not stopping the clock after an incompletion? Yeah. That's you're you're talking now. You're distorting the way the game is always. That doesn't make sense to me. You're talking to a guy that in high school football, Bennett playing quarterback, and those his team getting mauled in these games. Oh, you couldn't wait for them to run that clock. The the running clock in the second half was the best friend I've ever had in my life, and that's fine. I I understand that 100. percent But major college football, yeah, come on. The one thing I would like to before we finish up here, the one thing that I would like to take from college football. I wish the overtime rules in college were in the NFL. Oh, you want the NFL to adopt the the college yeah, overtime? Yeah, I want. I want the. I want this. I want you to be on the twenty five yard line and figure this thing out because mm-hmm. we've seen some really good goal line stands and stuff like that. We have, but you know, I think it would kind of eliminate maybe some of these ties that we've had too. 
you know, the fact that everybody, you know, everybody's struggling to kind of move the ball. Yeah. But if you put somebody in the 25-yard line and give them that shot, I think that would be kind of cool. And then you have to go for two all the time. I think yeah. that I was, you know, I was a part of that Texas A&M LSU game that went seven overtimes. Yeah, you were there. I never want to have to go were through that. Were you there? That. I was there. You were there. I yes, you there. were. All but right. Don't think about doing that. Krusty's here every day at 240 for you. Krusty's Corner. Appreciate that, Broadus. Thank you. Uh, your G-Bag of the Day champion, uh, according to the Tolos, is Drewski and Drug Test That White Boy. So congratulations to Drewski. That is always replayed during uh, the LA Live segment at 540 with Lucius Alexander later on in the program. That's in the midst of the expressway, by the way, where we're commercial free for 35 minutes. That's a beautiful time. We look forward to that. We also look forward to football questions for Broadus and some damning evidence about this Cowboys player's production. That's next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.